episode 11 of birds of a feather i'm here with my boy zach and we discuss a few crazy topics Melo's back in a blazers uniform zach what luca mvp maybe john Morant balling rookie Listen, of the year rookie of the year no zion rookie of the year and and what is up what is up with your boy miles pure Idiot. Uh, and then obviously we every every week we have to talk about two things. We have to talk about our Eagles. We have to talk about Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Oh my, my god! Listen, we got a lot of things we're covering for you guys today, man. So uh, it, it's going to be a fun episode, a long episode. But sit back, relax, and enjoy us the, through your audio. Yes, episode eleven. Birds of a feather. Welcome, 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 welcome back. To episode what? 11. 11 of Birds of a Feather. As always, my name is Brandon Heath, and I'm sitting across this Eagles table from my boy, a.k.a. my co-host, my role dog, Zacchaeus. What's popping? What does it do? <laughs> What's up, bro? What's good, G? How you living? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Good week, good week, good week. Oh, yeah. We was out here getting it this week. Telling you, bro. Listen, grind time every time on time, especially around the holiday season. Facts. Yes, definitely. And guess what? We got a lot going on for you guys today uh, to get ready for the holiday season. Some things for you guys to, to look out for. But um, I'm gonna add some Christmas bells on this. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs> Actually, nah, I should. It's not even Thanksgiving yet, bro. Man, listen, man. I know. I I know. I know one thing though. I know who'll be celebrating maybe a sad Thanksgiving. Miles Garrett, bro. <laughs> what? What is wrong with this man? Listen, for those of you that, that do not know. And everybody definitely have seen that. If you have not, then you need to wake up. Listen, Miles Garrett, the defensive end for the Cleveland Browns. The star defensive end. Yes. If he, he's a, he was a previous first-round pick, uh, what, 2017, I want to say? Yes, 2017 first round draft pick. Miles Garrett, okay, swung his helmet on Thursday night football on national TV at Mason Rudolph of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, wait though, wait, wait, wait. First that game was atrocious. Yes, of course. The well, game was the worst. I'm I'm gonna put it like this. I definitely wasn't expecting for the Browns to come out and beat the Steelers though, because like the Steelers have been playing good the past couple of weeks leading up to that game. And then yeah, but, just... but Rudolph, Mason Rudolph, had an atrocious game. That's probably why he was mad. That's exactly the point I was getting to. Yeah. He had a horrible – what do he had, like four picks? He had something like four picks. Terrible game. Terrible, terrible game. And uh, so, so if you watch the game, them two was kind of jawing at each other a little bit here and there, and everything right. led to another. But – Here's the thing with that, yo. Like, people people think that like I'm not justifying what happened at all. Oh, I'm, I was gonna say because there's no justification. There's for no what, justification for, for, for what, what he happened. Did. Period. There's no justification. Period. You're a grown man. You have to have self control, right? And he had none. He Garrett had no self control at all. Like, and that was terrible. But the the only thing that I have to say is like, it's 2019. We got. Everything's recorded. Right. You know what I'm saying? So why is Mason Rudolph not getting anything? Like why is he getting off? Like that's crazy to that, me. I mean, it, it, it is a little it is a little insane, but I guess like 
I guess Miles Garrett just took it too far. Okay, yes, yes, you can see on, on tape Mason Rudolph tried to pull Miles Garrett helmet off on that same play previous to previous to Miles Garrett pulling his helmet off. Yeah. All right, but at the end of the day, I felt like that was more like okay, maybe that's just football kind of thing you got away. But for you to for you to not get your helmet pulled off and then you get up and like really yank this man's helmet off and then as as he runs at you, you swing his your helmet. At his dome, bro. Okay? Listen, this is what I'm saying. Like, like, what? They're both wrong. Yeah, they're both wrong. And and Completely. Garrett took it way higher than Mason. Did. He did. He did. Like he took it way higher, and I I agree with that. But here's the thing, bro. It started off that uh, Garrett rounded the corner, tried to get to to Mason before he got rid of it. Literally just got to him before he flipped it to I guess his running back. I think he, yeah. He flipped it to last like last second, and then um, Garrett tackled him to the ground. Now, it wasn't even a rough in the passer. It wasn't nothing like that. The referee was right behind him. Mm-hmm. Didn't call it. Okay. But Mason had a very frustrated frustrated game. This was at like, this was only like a few minutes left in the game, too. Like, this was this like at the very, very end, end of the game. Yeah, this yeah. The very end of the game. And he was frustrated. They were taking an L. He played the worst any quarterbacks played this season so far. And he tried to rip his helmet off, which that's step one. Okay. Right. So he started it because Garrett didn't do nothing. He just tackled it. He yeah, did his he did, job. He did initiate it, though. He did. Yeah, so he he ripped his, He tried to rip his helmet off. Okay. You don't rip your, his helmet off. He rips your helmet off. All right, cool. Then players, linemen, Steelers linemen got in between them, right? And I think Garrett was just happy with ripping his helmet off until Mason got up and charged at him. Yeah. <laughs> like, charged at him. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not and then he said, oh, you oh, you still want to cut? Now again, he's wrong. Like he's Listen, I wish I would just saw him reenact. How <laughs> <laughs> Miles Garrett was talking to Mason Rudolph. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, hold on. You, you, you still? Try- <laughs> Yo, do you see? Listen, if y'all don't know <laughs> who Miles Garrett is, just Google this. He's dude. a monster. Dude though. is a beast. He's like, like six five, maybe like two fifty or something. He's, he's more. Huge. He has to be more than two fifty. He's huge, but bro. he's pure muscle. muscle. Yeah, he's huge. But listen, at the end of the day, right? At the end of the day, like you said, you have to have composure now. Facts. Do I? Mason should have definitely got suspended. All right, I he don't care. Got he should have got That's something. He should have got something. But at the end of the day, you have to keep your composure. So Miles Garrett, that was, I mean, obviously way outside of your character because I mean, he's not even it that is. kind of he's kind, not that kind of guy. Like, he's really not. He's not that kind of guy. Which is why, which is why he felt like he can appeal his his suspension. But yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it came up to be like the whole season. <laughs> yeah, because which. That sucks, but I mean, I mean, come on, bro! Like you, you swung your helmet at somebody else's head. Like you could have killed that man, bro. Yeah, like you could have knocked him That's out. Facts. Like there's so there's so many things that could have happened. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. So do you deserve the whole year? Yeah, but I mean, should Mason Rudolph have got in trouble too? Yes, he should have definitely. Yo, that made me think of like just watching that made me think of all the crazy stuff that happened in sports. As far as like big brawls like that, and you know the first one that comes to everyone's mind. Right? Yeah, Pistons. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Malice at the palace. Yeah, tell you, Ron Artest. Yo, that jaw was. Can we just ribbon this on that real quick? Yeah. That jaw was insane, bro. You know that crazy, fan should never threw that I beer was watching though, bro. That game, like how disrespect, like, bro. If I walked up to you right now and threw my beer in your face, yeah. wouldn't you want to fight me, bro? Fact, no facts. facts. So okay, so like, dude, why would you throw your beer 
on a grown ass man. He's already it's already he's already mad, bro. Emotions. Though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I don't care, bro. He's already feeling the type of way. You see, he's on the thing, and he's Ron they Artest. Was in Detroit, out. <laughs> they was in Detroit, bro. They was in Detroit. Them fans don't play, bro. That, that Detroit was, team didn't play. That shit was hilarious, bro. Yo, Ron went up there and just yo, started I'm, all home, fans bro. out there. Like, I, I just want you to to go on YouTube. You'll have three million different angles of what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but pretty much, Ben Wallace went up. This what year was this? 2013, 2014. No, nah, I mean 2002, 2000. This was yeah. This was a while ago, bro. Oh four. They they was in a they was in a finals against the uh, they was in the finals against the Lakers in oh four. So this probably happened oh five oh six somewhere around there. And uh, <laughs> so Ben Wallace went to the hoop and Ryan Artest gave him a foul. It wasn't even crazy hard, but it was a, it was a little sauce yeah. added to it. And Ben Wallace got mad and just pushed Ryan Artest. Now at the time, Ryan Artest was like getting in trouble every week for something crazy. So he tried to like. Just back up and just like, all right, I got nothing to do with this. He laid down the scores table. Rasheed Wallace wanted all the smoke. You know how you know how she is. Tripping. And then Jackson wanted all the smoke. You know how he he's still like that to this day. So they was going out of John a little bit, blah, blah, blah. Ron Artest just laid down until some crazy fan, which I still don't even know who did it. Some, some crazy fan, fan threw a bottle. Not even a cup. It was a bottle. Oh, it wasn't a it was I thought it was a cup. Of See, beer. I thought it, I thought it was a cup too until I watched the game. It looked like it was a blue bottle and a cup. Follow that. Damn. So Ron Artest was like just <laughs> Yo, he just reacted at that point. Yo, like no, not even as, thinking. As any man would though. But here's the crazy thing. Jackson. Oh yeah. What is up with him, bro? Like Jackson ran up into the stage and just started swinging on anybody. <laughs> Bro, he was just taking his anger out, bro. He was just, just throwing haymakers, on bro. random people, bro. He, was he wasn't even trying to break it up or see what was going on. He just ran up there and was like looking around yeah. for someone to fight. He was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, yeah, that, that was insane, that shit, bro. No, that shit was hilarious, bro. That was crazy. So I think pretty much what I'm trying to say is I think the NFL is. they that I mean, obviously, the, the Garrett, the Mason Garrett thing isn't wasn't. That's crazy as that, but they're trying to like diminish all that, mediate all that crap. They don't want to. Well, I mean, everybody gets suspended. I mean, I feel like this though, like that—that's what keeps it entertaining, though. You know what I'm saying? Like people fighting, people getting into it, stuff like that. But I mean, Miles Garrett just took it way too far. But I mean, on the other side of that, like you said, all kind of spectacular things have happened. So at this point, I don't know what to expect from the NFL. Just like I don't know what to expect from Lamar Jackson every single week. Oh my gosh! Listen, bro. Lamar Jackson has to be the MVP this year, first of all. Has to be. And he's like, he's like, bro, th- you saw how he, pl- this man is so crazy in the head. <laughs> let me, let me paint y'all. Zach is speechless. Let, let me paint y'all this picture real quick, okay? Lamar Jackson has been doing things crazy with his legs for weeks up leading up until last week, right? They tried to compare Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson for the whole week because they were playing because they were playing each other. They were playing each other, yeah. Right. Let me tell you what Lamar Jackson did. Lamar Jackson that whole game stayed in the pocket <laughs> and dissected the Texans defense. All right. Just to prove that he's because he said earlier in the week, yo, like we're we're I mean, we're not the same. I'm Lamar yeah. Jackson and <laughs> yeah. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just to prove, like, listen, I can stay in here and do it if I needed to, too. Shredded him four touchdowns. Through the air, and then he had that crazy run. Did you see when he took off that one time, though, bro? Like another highlight play, bro. Shit's crazy, bro. I'm about to, I'm about to pull up some, uh, 
some Lamar Jackson highlights real quick because they're, they're so much fun to watch. Bro, <laughs> yo, what can you say he about him? He torched them boys. That's too. what I'm saying, bro. Like, like he put a beating on yo. But I, I like I don't see nobody beating them right now though. I'm gonna be honest. Like the tear that they're on, the run that they're on, like. Their defense is playing lights out. Yes, like and that's the and that's the kicker. Like everybody's talking about Lamar Jackson. Yes, he's the star of the show. Believe that. But their defense, Earl Thomas and them boys over there, are playing lights out, bro. Yo. So that's why I'm like, I'm. I don't he's know. He's the type bro. of player too that can that can win a game on zone. You know what I mean? At this point, like if their defense has a bad game, he could score with you. You know what I'm saying? If your offense and your defense is playing bad, he could just get all the points himself. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> this dude is a savage, I don't, I don't, bro. I don't understand it, but I feel like I, I just think people don't know how to like scheme against him yet. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to scheme against somebody that you don't know. How do you like, scheme against this dude? If he goes stay in the pocket, get out of the pocket, like, and that's going to make him so great, bro. Like, look at that, bro. Bro, he be juking. Yeah, he be going crazy, bro. He oh be going crazy. <clears throat> Ew. <laughs> Ew, yo, Demi- are those from what last year? This is midseason. That's not this year though, is it? It's all. It's all of it. It's everything that he's been in the NFL so far. So it's going through all of it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get him out of here. This dude is unreal. Fans out there, we're, we're watching. We're just enjoying his his uh, highlight film real quick. Like that leap was so effortless, right there. Like he just like up oh, casually. Just, He's just so athletic. Yeah, that's what it is. He can do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Well, moving on to to one of your favorite quarterbacks. It's not. I don't think it's on our list. But uh, they're calling for your boy's head over in Chicago. <laughs> Bro, my boy Zach been calling this since the beginning of the season. Trash, Trubisky is bro. trash. He been saying it since since preseason. True since trash. Camp. Bro. True trashy. Mitchell true trashy. <laughs> Mitchell true trashy. Well, apparently he's gonna get the start. Yeah, he's gonna get the start this week because last but week he's on thin ice, bro. Like he's not on thin ice because you you know why they're gonna finish the season with him with him because they have no chance. Of doing anything. So they'd rather just tank and have a chance of grabbing another top quarterback, like a Justin Herbert or a Joe Burrow. That's that's what's going to happen. They're going to ride this shit with Mitchell Trubisky and let him drive him all the way to the ground, go get a good quarterback, and come back <laughs> with a great defense. And then say, uh, thanks, Mitch, but no thanks. Sorry, trash. Speaking of quarterbacks, though, how about the fiasco of Colin Kaepernick? How about that? Bro, I forgot. We definitely got to get into that. I'm split on that. I'm split on that, though. I'm split. Um, My half half of me supports Cap. A little bit more than half of me supports Cap, though. Just a little bit. Like ha- No, I'm like 50-50. Half of me supports Cap, and half of me is like, Cap, what the hell are you doing? Like, okay, okay, but why? what makes you say that, though? Okay, okay. I'm going to break it down for you guys, right? Colin Kaepernick. Has been posting workouts, having like every 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 workout he's posted, right? 
it has however many days, Tom, like the days, the minutes, the seconds that he hasn't played in the NFL. Okay. He's, As a video editor, I love the way that looks. I love the way he does it. it, it looks yeah. So clean. It does, but go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> it does look fire. But at the end of the day, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this to make a to make a show saying, like, listen, I'm ready to get back in the league. Like, I'm busting my ass. Like, I'm ready, I'm ready to do it. Okay. Jay-Z and the NFL, because little do everybody knows Jay-Z was the the backbone of this whole situation. Jay-Z and the NFL were able to put together an event for Colin Kaepernick. Basically, they wanted it to be private, honestly. And, and I mean, like, why be private? Because I felt like it obviously wasn't going to cause a fiasco just like it did, okay? On the other side of that, I feel like, listen, if you wanted this job, you have 24 teams coming. You know all of this is, you know all of this is set up for you. Then why not go to where you have to go to perform? Because you wanted it to be pu- public so the public can see? So the public can see that you came in and you did your work? Bro, like... Bro, no, you're doing all of this. You're making this big-ass scene because you want to be back in the NFL. So when they give you an opportunity to come and perform in front of 24 potential employers, you blow it? You move the venue at the last second to Riverdale from Gainesville, Flowery Branch? Bro, do you do you know the difference? Do you know the, the difference in that? Bro. Well, not Gainesville, because they were in Atlanta. I forgot. But you still you move the whole thing. Like you, you do all of that to basically say like, oh, because I wanted the media to be able to see it. That's bullshit. You didn't really want to be in the NFL. Just like, just like my boys, even they say, bro, like you, you wanted to put on a show. But the other part of me is like, bro, Cap, like, yeah, I support you, bro. I'm with you. You riding for the black folks, bro. You doing your thing you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? You standing up for what you believe in. Just like Zach but- straddling the fence. <laughs> Bro, you need to pick a side, bro. Bro, I can't, bro. I can't in this situation because it's so crazy. Listen. It's so crazy because it's I'm like, I'm trying to pull yo. up all the information, but I'm just going to put out the information that I know. <clears throat> they told, first, it was a Saturday workout. Right. Which is already weird. That's weird. I didn't even know, before I even found out that when teams bring players in for workout, it's also on Tuesday, apparently. I didn't even know that. Before I even found that out. I was like, wait, why are they working out on Saturday and all those teams have to travel play on Sunday? On Sunday? Yeah, exactly. They travel on Saturday, they play on Sunday. Right. I'm like, why? What? Like, <laughs> no one's going to bring important people there. You know right. what I mean? Like, you're, each NFL team's top scout, maybe a few of them will be, but they ain't going to be doing all that. You know what I'm saying? Right. They got college football to travel and watch. Yeah. They got other players to go see. Right. They got the season in week 11 or week 10. It's like end of the year. It's like this is weird, bro. That's that's a that's already weird. Yeah, and I agree. B, I agree. They told him last minute. Facts. Like, what was it? I I think he. How much time did he have? Bro, they gave time? him two hours, bro. Yeah, they gave him two they hours like, to make a decision after they informed him. Uh, it's gonna be here, and you gotta be there. Uh, now, 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 now. Like that's you, weird. You, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's weird. Then you get there. He wants his own camera crew. Oh, I want to record my workout. Because now you're not letting nobody see it. Y'all can put out there whatever y'all want and ain't nobody see nothing. So I want to record my own workout. Oh, nah, you can't do that. Why? We don't want no cameras in here. Why? Oh, we don't want nobody to see it. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Like, what do you mean? Like, what's the big deal? Like, why not? Right. Then they said, oh, uh, the venue. You can't allow cameras. They won't let you record in the venue. So he's like, all right, well, I'll go somewhere else and y'all can come see me somewhere else. 
Like, why doesn't he have a say in any of that? I understand it's the NFL's workout, and they get to choose where you go and all that. But the day they did it, weird. The time from which they gave him, weird. Then he shows up. All your boys stay outside, and you have to. He had to sign some not contract, but sign some sort of sheet waiver. I don't know what it was. He had to sign some sort of documentation. He, him, and his lawyer didn't even get until the day he shows up. Like that's weird, bro. Like I'm not just gonna sit here and sign whatever this thing says. Like we gotta read it. You gotta give us time to read this, dissect this, make sure I want to do this. You know what I mean? You don't know what that is. But see, like, and I, I, th- and I, I think that was a venue thing too. All of these are all of all of that is are valid points, extreme valid points. But my thing is just like, okay, but how bad? Like deep down, Cap, when you look at yourself in the mirror, bro, when you see all, how bad do you really want it though? At this point, it's like, yeah, it's not the way that it's supposed to really be. But, bro, he, they're giving you an opportunity with 24 potential employers. And your whole thing is, I want to be back in the league. So, go. I would have been like, listen, whatever the hell I got to do to be able to perform it and do this shit, then that's what I'm going to be able to do. Now, obviously, once you get an opportunity, then obviously, yes, you can put back on your platform and do the things you need to do. But, bro, like you need to get the opportunity first. Yeah, but, I mean, here's the thing. Like, what? There's that term. There's What does that term go? There's multiple ways to skin a cat, which is a super right. weird term. But... There's multiple ways he can go about this, right? And I'm about to compare it to civil rights, but, like, I know it's not <laughs> the same. I just put a preface by saying that. But, like, you had people like Malcolm X and you had people like Martin Luther King who wanted the same thing, but they went about it completely different. Sometimes they didn't even want the same things, but they went about their different activism ways. completely yeah. different ways, okay? Colin Kaepernick isn't going the traditional, bow my head down to you, do whatever you say, sign whatever you want me to say, go wherever you want me to go. But I'm not asking wow. him to do that. Though. Yes, you are. That's I'm- what people are asking him. Like, oh, they gave you not enough time? Show up and do it anyway. Oh, they want you to sign some random shit? You don't got time to read it? Sign it anyway. Oh, you can't record nothing? You got to go off based off their words? Yeah, do it. Like, nah, man, that's whack. Like, he's coming out there like, look, I'm just going to be raw. I'm going to do me. Plus, another thing, too, that... <sighs> Again, um, it's not the same thing, but I'm just comparing the two situations. Martin Luther King used to do things, and people um, people criticize him for this, but the thing is it worked. He used to do things that would get media there. Media would show up. News would come. Put a camera in his face. Hey, what's going on? So he can tell the world, this is what they're doing to us. Look, I'm coming here for the story. I'm coming here to show y'all, look, this is what we're doing. Whereas a lot of people was like, nah, man, don't do that. Like, you try, you showboating. Like, do that stuff behind doors. He's like, no, I need eyes to see me, to s- see what we're going through so they can fight on my behalf. Listen. And I see that's what Cam is kind of trying to do. He's out there like, yo, I want to record it to put out on my own. This is 2019. What, I, wanna, I might want to put out a little video, Listen. a little highlight. Okay. I want to send it to other teams and other and other, um, and other um, um, camps and other whatever, other players or whatever the case may be. So he's not up there just bowing down, doing whatever they say. He's out there like, nah, I want my people out there. I want to do it my way. This is my workout, right? This is my life, right? I want to do it my way. And y'all like, nah, man, just just take that back seat and sit down. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not necessarily saying that, though. Hear me, right? I'm going to break it down a different way for you. Go back to your Martin Luther King and Malcolm X thing, right? Uh They were standing up for their own brand against the government, basically, right? Against what the government was saying. The laws, yeah. The the Jim Crow laws and all that stuff. They were standing up against that, right? Colin Kaepernick's situation is slightly different in this. Yes, he's standing up for the stuff that he believes in, but 
This is this is the bottom line of all of it. And I'm about to I'm about to paint this crazy picture. You can do that no matter what you want to do. But bro, when you want to go play for an employer, like you this is an at the end of the day they're an employer, okay? These, this is their standards. This is what they expect for you to work for them. What you're begging to do, basically. If they give you an opportunity to do to come in and have an interview, cuz that's what it was, an interview for 24 teams. If to come in and have an interview, for that employer, then, bro, you have to do what they ask you to do, bro. Like, like, bro, this is not, if if that's the case, go start the Colin Kaepernick League, bro. This you, You're wanting to play for the NFL, bro. The NFL the NFL is not asking you to come back. You're asking the NFL yeah. to give you an opportunity. So the NFL said, okay, here, here's your opportunity, but this is what we expect you to do before, like. But, but, but what I'm is, saying bro. is organizations like the NFL, the NBA, big-time organizations like that is swayed by two things, okay? They're swayed by two things. This is this is just facts, okay? They're swayed by money, right? And they're swayed by public opinion, okay? And he knows that. He knows this is 2019. There's a thing called social media. There's 24-hour news. There's there's platforms out there that people turn on and watch and feed off every day. Right. He knows if he gets public opinion on his side, if he gets the fans and the people out there all on his side, he can get what he wants without Whatever you say. You know what I mean? He knows that. So I feel like he's capitalizing on that. It seemed a little weird. He was kind of like, it did seem a little weird. Okay. To me, it seemed a little weird. It, it, it was weird, but that's but the I'm fiasco. On his, that's the fiasco. But I'm on his side. He's coming at it that way, like, yo, look at me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm Colin Kaepernick, and they got freaking. He's trash. What was the quarterback Mitchell we Trubisky, just about? Mitchell Trubisky, bro. Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> well, no, I'm talking about the Steelers quarterback. Mason Rudolph, picks. bro. Mason Rudolph over Colin Kaepernick? I'll definitely take Mason Rudolph over Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> okay. I'm just, you know, like, I'm just saying, like, it's obvious that something's going on. They're blackballing. It's, obviously, it's obvious that that workout was super weird. It was yeah. set up to fail. Facts, facts, like, facts, and he facts, didn't facts, want that. Facts, facts. He wanted to take that and really, like, okay, I want to do it my way. You but know yeah, what I but, mean? Yeah, but, and that's what I'm saying, though. Like, don't fault the NFL for knowing who they are and, sta- and standing up and, and, and poking their chest out. Don't fault them for that, bro. Like, Kaepernick, you want to stand up and you want to poke your chest out and you want to put this big ass public opinion saying that you're blackballed and we won't give you an opportunity. Well, shit, at the end of the day, yeah, you rubbed us the wrong way. You did all of this, but shit, I'm still gonna poke my chest out, and I'm gonna give you an opportunity. But I'm poke my chest out, and by saying this is what you got to do to get, just because we're the NFL, and true, this is what we expect but, follow our rules because that's why you're out of the NFL because you didn't want to stand up for the pledge of allegiance that we expected everybody to do out of respect. Okay, well, so that's why I'm split fifty fifty. I support Cap on I support Cap on 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 the the activist side, like. Yeah, but as a pure sports fan and as a sports figure, like if I own my own organization, I would think the same exact way, bro. You want to work for me? I'm not begging you to come work for me. So if I give you an opportunity and here are my stipulations for you to have it, and here you go, bro. If I'm not asking you to do something that's going to try your integrity, mess with your character, or do something that you don't that you don't believe in, but what's your but what's what your agenda? Hurt to bend to that? If it was your organization, what's your agenda? Your agenda would, I assume, your agenda would really be, hey, I want to see if this guy's actually good enough. I want to see if any of my owners are interested in hiring this guy. Seriously. I don't think that's the NFL's agenda. But I don't. But that's what I'm saying, though. The NFL's, there's some part in the NFL in this whole fiasco that said this. 
Kaepernick is kind of out of the league because of the bad media that we got when he was here. Yeah. So before we put him back in the NFL, let me just see if he's really like ready to be back in the NFL without bringing the fiasco back with him. You feel me? I, I think, think that's. That I think that's what. It, I think that's where the whole thing was like. Listen, you can't have this. You can't Maybe. have this media in there. Maybe. You can't do this. Like this is strictly about football. This is strictly about the NFL. Well, and why would, people to get. Why don't people relay these messages to the people? Like why don't you, why don't you tell Cap that? Why don't you tell his lawyer that? Why don't you give him time and tell him that beforehand? Sit him all down. And be like, look, we want to give you opportunity. We want to give you a workout, but we just don't want all the crazy news behind it. Are you willing to hold a private workout with us and the teams? I don't know. Maybe Cap goes, y'all tripping. No way. Maybe. Or maybe he's like, you know what? It seems like y'all genuine. All right, let's do it. I really want to be back. But a small part of me, a small part of me thinks that he doesn't want to be back. A small part of he me. He wants the fiasco. Yeah. A small part of me. Yeah, no. I. A small part of me thinks that in that settlement, he got plenty of money. All right. Okay. He does. Um, in public opinion, the mainly public opinion they're swaying on his end. I mean, a lot of people are split with the field. A lot of people can't stand them. But I think Twitter world, social media world, news world is kind of on his side. And the main reason is because they want to be on the right side of history. But I feel like that's the main reason. But anyway, they're kind of on his side. So he has public opinion behind him slightly. He got money behind him. I think he just wants to expose the NFL. I think he's just trying. A small part of me thinks he's just trying to just expose them, boy. Like, look what they're doing. Look, 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 look. He's just like, <laughs> I get to stay home. Like, people got all like, these bread. But look, look. And that's what I'm saying. And, and as a fan of sports, like, bro, okay, bro, like, if you don't want to play, if you don't want to have anything to do with the NFL, bro, leave the leave it alone, bro. Because I, I feed off, like, sports, bro. I feed off the NFL. Like, we're doing this podcast because we love sports. Yeah. So, bro, don't try to tear down an empire, bro. <laughs> Please don't, bro. Do it, do it for us, bro. Like, but I, like, like I said, bro. On the on the ethics side, you know what I'm saying. On the on the civil rights side, like, bro, I support Cap. I support everything he's doing because he's standing for what he believes in. But, bro, like, when you're going to work, when you want to work for an employer, you have to do the things they ask you to do, bro. If they say here, going to work, wear this big ass, bright ass yellow shirt, then that's what the hell you got to do, bro. Theory point blank. You feel what I'm saying? Wow. Said by a true corporate man. It's Zach. <laughs> well, that's why the NFL, listen, the NFL is not by any means perfect. And they're not nearly as good as the best league in the United States, the NBA. <sighs> the National Basketball Association. Listen, Zach loves his football. I'm going to tell you what. I love my basketball. I'm going to tell you what carries the NBA. These crazy star, like crazy players that you'd be like, yo, where did y'all find this guy out? Like, where did y'all get this kid from? Like a Luka Doncic, bro. What? What? Listen, Luka, my boy. If you hear this, bro, you can come on the show whenever you want to. Listen, bro, this man is so good, bro. Like, I sat here and I watched this man drop 30 and three quarters, bro. Okay, I watched him. I watched him go crazy. Not not drop thirty and three quarters, but have a triple double in three quarters, bro. I watched him do that. Ain't the man is how old is he, Brandon? He's twenty years old. The man is twenty years old, bro. Okay, his nuts just dropped. Dang, he'll be he'll be twenty one 
in February. He'd be 21 next year. He turned 20 this bro, year. He'd be 21 He next can't year even go sit at a bar and buy a drink in the United States, bro. Dang. His birthday is February 28th. Bro. Legally, he would still be on his parents' insurance, bro. <laughs> bro, he was born in 1999. How? That makes me feel old. I'm older than you, so that makes me feel OD old. Bro. <laughs> I was nine years old. <laughs> bro. The man is 20 years old, bro. And averaging, how much is he averaging, Brandon? He's averaging this season 29.9. So 30 points a game so far. Over what, 12 games we're in? Something like that? So. 10 rebounds. 10 boards. 9.7 assists. Mm. So he's a, a hair away from averaging a triple double so far. Nine dimes. What? 20? Per 33 minutes. What's his ceiling, though? At this point, what's his ceiling? Like, like how good can he really be, though? That's that's the big question because I'm okay. So it, it's funny. So I'm, I'm, I'm I was at my second job, uh, talking to an individual. Uh, we were we were talking about sports and we were talking about Trey Young and Luka Doncic, right? And the question was posed, "Who's better?" And right now, I said, "Bro, that's easy. Luka's better." And then I thought about it, and then I was like, "Okay, so if I if you rephrase that question and ask me who has the higher ceiling." And the way I see Trey Young, the way I see him growing and doing the things that he need to do, because let's be honest, he was just in high school, what, a year and a half ago? Trey Young is a dog. Trey Young is a dog, okay? Luka Doncic is a dog. But the only right. thing, when I, when I say who has the higher ceiling, I'm going to say Trey Young and probably shock the whole world. But this is the reason why, right? Luka has been playing in the pros since he was, what, 13 years old? Yeah, overseas. Overseas, they play a way physical brand of basketball than they play here in the United States. Okay. His body though, I'm sure. I don't think it's gonna hold up as long as we think it is, though. Who? Trey Young? Luca. Oh. So that, that wow. I'm saying that's what that's what that's why that's why I chose Trey Young, though. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's like, bro, like he's he just came out of high school. He's been playing in the United States his whole life. This man, Luca's been playing overseas pros since he was thirteen years old, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Like is he at his ceiling already because he was already good? Shit, maybe. Well, I think the way that NBA is now, the way the game is played, Trey Young is going to benefit more from today's NBA game. Um, because um, a lot of pick and roll, Trey Young is dominant in that, bro. Dominant he kills that. He's bro. like he's a he looks like a vet with his. He's also basketball smart. Yeah, yeah basketball smart. Very yeah. basketball smart. He is. And it seems like when you put him in a pick and roll, when you put him in a pick and roll, he just has all the intangibles. Well, he's going you to make, obviously can't go on to make you the right to on, decision every yeah, time. You have to go on top of it, and when you go on top of it, he has a mid range game. When yeah. you go on top of it, he has a floater. Yeah. When you go on top of it, and the big man steps up, he can pass perfectly. He can dump off anywhere, and you like, can't go under it though. You, and you can't go under it. You can't. <laughs> you can't. No way. And if you did go under it, you're just gonna get daggered for threes all day long. You know what I'm saying? So his. With with the basketball smarts combined with the way the NBA game is played now, with the three point shooting and his amazing three point shooting ability, he ha- he has he's the next Steph Curry. Now I don't think he's going to be, you know, he's actually on pace number wise. He's better. He's better with the basketball though than Steph Curry. Like he's more 
to me, he's more point guard, point guard than Steph, though. Yeah, no, yeah, you feel I what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's yeah. more like pure point. Yeah. Than, than Steph is. His is he's agree. he's a tremendous scorer. Though. Like he can score the basketball. Period. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think offensively, Steph is just on a whole nother level. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. As far as as far as, as, far as the jump shot is concerned, as yeah. far as the jump shot is yeah. concerned, like you know, so what I'm saying? that's why I think over time Trey Young is just going to be better, especially with the defense too. Nobody really plays defense either. I think that's good. But Luca, Trey. So Trey Young so far is averaging. 25 points, four rebounds, um, which is still good. Four yeah, rebounds is still bro, good for a second year? Of what, his size. Wait, third six year. One. This is third year, right? Uh, no, second year. Oh, uh, draft info. He was drafted in 2018. So, yeah, this is second year. Yeah. Um, and he averaged four rebounds, but he averages eight assists. You know what I mean? Which is really good. So, Luka's numbers are better now. Because Luka is, like you said, like, Luka's been a pro. Like, That's what I understand I'm saying, this bro. is the NBA and this is at the highest level. But when you, what people need to understand is, like, when, when you're a pro, there's certain ways you act. You just have the secrets more. Yeah. You've been playing with the best guys in the world for since you were... 13. Yeah, bro. You, you know what I'm saying? Kid. Like, you're all you're not even really a rookie. So that's why he's like unreal right now. But I think Trey but, and, and ask the question like, is is this his ceiling though? Like, is no, this no, 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 no. I don't think this is his ceiling, no. So how so where do you see him getting better at though? Because Oh, like what Avenue was game? Because this is the thing, right? So so if you're really watching Luca, like his game is he's he's perfected the way to slow the game down to half court to fit his style. Yeah. You feel what I'm he saying? He plays at his speed. Yeah, he plays at his speed no matter what. No matter who he's playing against, no matter what, he's gonna play at his at his speed on offense, but it's gonna be really efficient. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I feel like I just I don't know, man. Just like over time, it's like I don't see where's his game gonna get better at. Like it's like he he make he has an amazing step back, which is kind of it's it's so slow. I feel like I can guard his step back, bro. Like I feel like you see it coming. It's like a long he's ass six. Step. He's six seven though, and that's probably what it is though. Because I feel like you can see it up. coming every single time. Like it's so long and like just like it's not it's not a real like, uh, like it's like like yeah yeah. You it's know not, what I'm saying? I'm telling. It's so. That's why basketball is so interesting. You don't need. Crazy speed, crazy athleticism. That's to, true. To get where you got to go. To be dominant. He's not fast at all. He's not athletic at all. He's a little stocky, so he'll probably put a little weight on right. you. That's the only thing. But he's not no Russell Westbrook. You know what I mean? He's not no Zach Levine. He ain't right. going to jump out of this building. He He's not as quick as James Harden. Right. He ain't going to step back on you quick. He's just efficient. Like, he knows the game. Like, he kind of reminds me. He's not like these players, but he reminds me of players like uh, Miller, like players like Tony Parker. Tony Parker was never fast. Tony Parker was never, not even close to being athletic. Dirt. He had the basketball game of a 50-year-old man. Yeah. He really did. But he was so savvy. Like, you remember watching Tony Parker play? Like, you think, like, oh, here comes a slow guy down the lane. But he would flip it up across the backboard before you even realize. Exactly, yeah. Like, he just, the timing. His timing was so yeah. ahead of you. You know what I mean? And Luke is the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, his pump fakes, everything he does is slow, but it's, like, perfect. It's, like, it's perfect. fundamentals Dirk, down. Dirk's like that, too. Like, Dirk was like that, yeah. You know, but Dirk was seven foot who could shoot three. You know so what it is, When all though? else fails, just shoot over time. I mean, think this is, it's the European players, bro. Yeah, Co- yeah. Kobe Bryant said a long time ago, like, Bro, the best basketball is played in Europe. Kobe said that, bro. Kobe said the best basketball, uh, yeah, the okay, best yeah. players come from Europe, bro. That, Not that, the best players. That is what, listen, bro. 
He's saying the He's best fucking. basketball is played. I'm telling you, pull it up. Maybe best basketball. I'm, yeah, I'm saying. I'm, I didn't say. He, I didn't say he said best. I don't. Well, I didn't mean to say best players. If I said that, yeah. I, I threw it all the, off. Maybe the style of play. The style of play is much better because he said they teach them very young the yeah. real, true fundamentals, fundamentals of basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is obviously Luca and yeah. and Dirk and Tony and all these crazy people that come that's from true. overseas. That's just going crazy. That's true. Go get your go get your players from overseas, like your guards. <laughs> Your guards, unless you have a crazy, uh, a, a crazy freak athlete like a Giannis or a Dirk or well, Giannis a Yao, or you know what I'm saying, like Giannis, those Giannis freak, Spolosis. yeah, that's what I'm saying. These uh, freak athletes that just yeah. that's what I'm, I said. Go get you a guard though. Like don't don't go over there and try to get you a center or a four. Well, Joel and B, but I mean, it's not really. Yo, yo, I mean. Actually, you can make an argument now with some players you just named. Yeah, that some of the best players come from overseas too. You really could make that argument. Wow, that's that's crazy. But um, that's what Kobe said, bro. I'm just saying what what, what the Mamba said, bro. Hey, I'm just saying he's what the, the goat, said, so I can't really. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but listen, so okay, so his ceiling is definitely. Are you, if you're saying him retooling and adding things to his game, I'm not sure. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, there's how can he perfect? But that's what I'm saying. But how can he perfect it to get better? Like, can he? Okay, maybe he can make his team better. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, be more of a. I don't know. But I'm talking about his ceiling as far as his career. I definitely see Luca taking them there a few years. Winning one? Winning a few. A few? Bro, their team is good. They do have a good young. Young team. A good, a very good young team, though. And, and, and I, and he, I like yeah. Jalen Brunson on, on the bench back That's there. What I'm I like, you know what I'm saying? He's so young that, like, you Justin can Jackson. if he okay, but the the way and this is another thing I kind of want to get into, like, and I, I go back to the Bill Simmons podcast. They were talking about like the way NBA teams are built now and just how the state of the NBA is right now, as far as oh, I can the grass is always greener. This is a really grass is always greener type of league we're in, where if you don't make me happy, three hundred sixty five days out of the year, then I will leave you and I will leave you high and dry. Yeah. And I will sign a one-year contract with that team and leave them high and dry. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, I think Luka is one of those guys, though, that will stay with his team. Well, first of all, he plays for one of the best owners in the NBA. All yeah. the players love Mark Cuban. Yeah, like, if Mark you Cuban. play for Mark Cuban, you love Mark Cuban. Get if you play against jets. Mark Cuban, you hate Mark Cuban. <laughs> like, period. You, you want to play for owners like Mark Mark Cuban, Steve Ballmer of, of the Los Angeles Clippers. They're really involved. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the good owners, like yeah. the ones that are out there, the ones that care about Kawhi Leonard, the basketball player, Luka Doncic, the, I mean, not, not, I'm sorry, not the basketball player, but Kawhi Leonard, the person, Luka Doncic, the person. How can you make your family better? Like, are, are you comfortable? Yeah. Like, do you need access to this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are the type of owners you want to play for. And I feel like, shit, why leave Mark Cuban? Like, what? Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, hopefully he does. Hopefully he stays. They're exciting to watch. Um, I definitely see them making this some noise. Not this year, though. I see they're one of those teams that you need to lose. They definitely make the playoffs this year in the, in the West. Yeah, they, they make do. the playoffs. But what I'm saying is they they're do. not they're not making the finals is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, hell no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're not going to make the finals. But I think in a few years they will. I genuinely think that. Give them a few years, and I think they will be in the finals. I think they're that good. Um, they have that Steve Nash dirt vibe. You feel me? But see, I need Chris, I need Chris Stapps to be more like he needs to. Bro, be Bro, he more. just got back. I mean, yeah. he's been gone for a year. I don't care. People people got thrown Bro, off because he was working. I was gonna say people got thrown off his first game when he 
he went crazy his first game. Yeah. And now people's like, oh, he's bad. It's like, nah, nigga. I mean, nah. <laughs> he been, <laughs> he been off. He been off for a year, bro. He's gonna be up and down. He's gonna be. Up I don't and down. want, but that's I'll what I'm give saying, him though. through. By the time after All Star, he needs to be start showing a little bit more consistency. If they were, I'm saying, if if he was playing to the level that he played in his first game. On a consistent basis, not not saying that he had to go that crazy, but at least be consistent and good 20, 23 a night kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Along yeah. with Luca's 30 that he's going to drop regardless. Like, yeah. bro, like they will be in that conversation with who will be there in the end. But right now, not now. Not right now. Th- 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 that's what I'm saying. But right now, this Mavericks team, I mean, are they better than a Lakers team? No. Are they better than a Clippers team? No. Are they better than a Rockets team? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not better than any of these teams right now, but. I don't know, man. If he was playing to that level, though, they would be there, though. Like they, they would positive, they, they would be there in the end if they would continue to keep this up for the whole season. Yeah, so I agree. They're a bomb team. Moving on to um, a few other NBA topics. Players coming back like uh, Mello, my boy. Mello. Another huge story. Mello. Welcome. To me, welcome. Welcome to me. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, welcome back, bro. Welcome back. Uh, Bello, to me, has always been the most overrated superstar I've ever seen. Uh, just in my opinion. Uh, his whole career. But I'm actually happy that he got a job. I- I'm not going to lie. I kind of started to feel bad for him. Because uh, he was begging for a job so bad. And I do believe I do believe he deserves to be in the NBA. I've, he definitely deserves to be in the NBA. I just feel as though he does not deserve the start. And um, for those of you who don't know, the, the Trailblazers signed him to a contract. None of it's guaranteed, by the way. He's pretty much on a day-to-day basis type vibe with the Blazers. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but they brought him in. Um, his first game, he started against the Pelicans in Portland. He had 10 points. He had a few boards. He actually did better his first game than I thought. Because when you're off a year... It's hard to get to the swing of things. You know what I mean? But he did a good job staying in shape. He came back. Like I said, he had 10 points, a few boards. Um, he played pretty well. Um, I know the next question Zach's going to ask is, is he a difference maker? <laughs> that's, that's what it comes down to. Like, okay, you you went to a Portland Trailblazers Trailer, uh, team who was in the Western Conference Finals last year? Uh, yes. Okay. You with the addition, the Portland Trailblazers with the addition of Carmelo Anthony, does that make them take that next step to get to the championship? No. So what the hell did you bring them in for? You brought them in for veteran leadership. You brought them in for scoring. They they brought them in more as a reaction to what's going on with them right now. Dame Lillard's hurt. They've been losing games. They don't really have a. Bench. They didn't expect. They, nobody expected Dame to get hurt. Nobody expected Dame to have back spasms. But that's why they brought like, him they, in. They, that's not why they brought him in. They brought that him is. in because they wanted to take some of the pressure off their backcourt, bro. Like they Dame, brought him in. Dame wasn't already they brought out. Him in. Yes, he was. They brought him in. Dame wasn't playing, and now he's starting. Carmelo started the last couple games he played. He did, but he started because Dame hasn't been there. They need some scoring. They need something. So when Dame comes apart. back, so when Dame comes back, is Carmelo going to the bench? That's the thing. That's what people don't know yet. I think he 100% should. 100%. Come on, Anthony, come off my bench. I'm not mad at I think that's awesome. Yo. I think that good veteran coming off the bench with his scoring ability, I think that's great coming off the bench. But listen, I would not start him, though. But listen, though. you don't, The Portland Trailblazers, their forwards, 
averaged 36 points a game, bro. Like, you need you need him to start, though. Like, you, you need Carmelo to start. But at the end of the day, it's like he's not going to make y'all better even if he starts. Like, he, he's not going to take y'all to the mountaintop. I wouldn't have bought him in. I wouldn't have bought him into a Portland Trail ability who, who need a, a number three. They need a number three, obviously. Yeah, I know, but I'm just and saying. he's not like, that number three. Okay, but you're telling me, like, you wouldn't want Carmelo and Anthony on your team come off the bench? <sighs> yeah. I would. Yeah. I honestly, I don't, and I don't even like Carmelo. Yeah, but. But, but I, I don't mind him coming to Philly. I wanted him to come into Philly and come off our bench. I want him, yeah, if I knew. But listen, the difference with Philly is Philly can be there or not without him. So having him on your bench, coming off your bench, is an asset, yes. But you go into a Portland Trailblazers team who you're going to basically like, if let, let's just say you, you play okay this year. And let's just say you got to make the playoffs, but don't make the finals, blah, blah, blah. So they decide to bring you back. First of all, you're going to demand some money. So you're going to tie up some money for an old ass Carmelo Anthony, like, bro. That makes ain't demand that much money. That, I mean, but I'm just saying though, it, it makes no sense. Like, if I was the Portland Trailblazers, I wouldn't have bought him in. Like, he's not going to make my team any better, bro. They're yes, he is. Their bench is trash. He's not going to make my team any better as far as getting me to the championship. If I was just in the Western Conference Finals last year, but he's a good piece, is what I'm saying. Like, no, I, I agree. I think. For, I'm, if I'm the between, Sixers brought I'm him in, in I like it. If the saying. Lakers bring him in, I like it. Like these are teams. I'm that in just, between what you're saying. Okay, like is he going to take him over the mountaintop? No, but is he a better than what they had? Yes, he adds veteran leadership to that locker room. You're going to get a Carmelo Anthony that is begging to be back in the league, so he will literally do whatever you say. Oh, you want me to score up the arena floor? Okay, boss. You know what I mean? He'll do whatever because <laughs> he just wants the ball again. So I like the move. I do like the move for the Blazers. And I told you they really made the move because they've been losing and because Dame Dalla, their mega superstar, is been hurt and they need some scoring. And CJ McCollum can't do it all by himself. And their team is trash. Come on, Anthony. Kent Bazemore, uh, Moses Brown, Zach Collins. I like Zach Collins. He got a lot of dog in him. Yeah, he do. Uh, Jalen Howard, Rodney Hood. Damian Lillard, Nasir Little, CJ McCollum, Nurkic. Like, they're just, their team is just, eh, yeah. well, Nurk, And Nurk's got to come back, too, though. And when Nurk's coming back, you know, that's going to take know, more, that's going to take more minutes with, I don't know, man. I just, I don't, I don't really know how I feel about Carmelo, to be honest. I don't know if I, I feel, like, shit, bro, like, that was pointless. Go to a contender. Go to somebody that's about to win right now. Nobody wanted him, bro. But Didn't why? nobody want him. Or did did he not want to come? Did he not want to come? No, back? bro. He would have went anywhere. He literally would have went anywhere. But nobody wanted him. He was waiting at home by his phone. His phone was sitting on the counter. He was eagerly looking at his phone, waiting for it to ring, waiting for it to ring. <laughs> Picked it up. Hello, hello. And it's Lala. <laughs> he wanted it to be an NBA team. He like, Pace, I'm tying up my lines. Click. Well, he's on one end of the spectrum. The other end is uh, John Morant, though. Balling. Listen. This year's rookie of the year? Oh, maybe. But we haven't seen Zion back yet, though. No, I think it's too late for Zion to win rookie of the year. Why is it too late, bro? Because, bro, like, let's see. We're in game. I think we're in game, like, 18. Something like that. Um, He's still, what, maybe eight, ten weeks away? I I don't know, bro. And Jaws like Jaws running away with it right now, bro. Like he's he like he can do he can do anything at the point guard position. He can score the basketball. He can facilitate. He he crashes the boards, bro. He I mean he can do whatever he wants to do at that point guard position. He's a dog. I haven't seen a point guard like him come in the league in a while. Like 
Who was the last point guard you seen that was somewhere close to where he is right now? Trey Young, Luka Doncic. Luka is not really a real point guard, though, to me. Luka's a dog. Yeah, but he's not a point guard, though. Who's your MVP so far this season? Quick, go. Oof. James Harden. Hard to argue with that. James Harden. James Harden. I was going to say Luka right now. Luka's, Luka's balling. Luka's balling. Luka's balling, but, I mean, shit, James Harden's on a crazy-ass scoring tier again. He's like the most stop. He's like the most unguardable player on offense, bro. Yo, so I was, I've was i been thinking about James Harden a lot this past week, listening to podcasts, talking about James Harden. Um, James Harden may be um, – this decade's top three players, legit. Um, I always looked at player. Well, let me not say that. Let me wait until he wins something because he needs to win something this year. He's not going to win nothing this year. He needs to. For his legacy, if he doesn't win anything this year. It's like you've been playing at this level for about, what, three years now, and you still haven't won a championship? There's an issue there. There's an underlying issue there that somebody needs to uncover. You know what? You know what I want to talk about. You probably don't want to talk about. <laughs> I don't care. What, bro? Why did James Harden leave OKC back way back when? Bro, it didn't need to happen, bro. It didn't need to happen. No, none of those three players was going to take a back seat. James Harden knew how good he was, bro. Bro, James we didn't. Harden. We didn't, bro. James Harden. We thought he was a crazy ass six man. He knew he wasn't crazy he ass six man. He knew he was a, one of the best players in the NBA. He was manageably and, and he wouldn't have been okay with that role, bro. Yes, he would. No, he wouldn't have. No, he wouldn't have, bro. That team. He's an alpha. Was dog. unbelievable. Kevin Durant's an alpha dog. Russell Westbrook was an alpha dog. It, okay, let me ask you this: If they would have stayed together, do you think they would have got some chips? No. No, definitely not. Because I'm thinking of their mindsets now, and I'm thinking you're bugging. There's no way those three personalities, those three alpha dog players, could have stayed in that locker room and grew into the players that they are today. They were close friends. They won a championship. Yes, they could. No, they couldn't have. Obviously, they weren't too much of best friends because if you, if Kevin Durant, you can walk away from OKC. Okay, but there's big threes all all the time. You can walk away from OKC and then disrespect Russell Westbrook and talk about all how trash he was and all these. Obviously, he wasn't his real best friend. You were fake while you were there. That's one. Two on the other side of that. The players that these players are now, there's no way those three players could have been in one locker room and bought in for 82 games for a whole season and won a championship through the ups and downs. There's no possible way, bro. Those three young players there's no possible way. went to the finals. Their third year being together? Third year being together. They went to the finals. The finals. Okay? They beat a San Antonio Spurs team. That were dogs with their big three: Tony Parker, Mano Ginobili, Tim Duncan. They had Stephen Jackson on that team. They had Pop Coach on that team, and they beat the San Antonio Spurs in six games. Then they go play in the finals. James Harden doesn't show up against LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh, and take Game One. Why not if them guys stay together and grow? Let me tell you the remedy of championships, okay? The remedy of championship teams is togetherness. Staying together, realizing this year we lose, 
Next year we get a little closer. Next year we may get a little closer. You're not going to win every year, okay? But before teams build that continuity and that togetherness, they all jump ship and leave or teams trade them away. Because it's ridiculous. You, because you forgot the other part of, of a championship nucleus. What did you just say? What was the first thing you just said? Team chemistry. Team chemistry. Okay, but guess what else you forgot? Players accepting their roles and players buying into the whole plan, okay? And in OKC, it was clear. Kevin Durant is the man. And that's the issue. That's why That's why James Harden left. Like, James Harden knew how good he was. Russell Westbrook knew how good he was. Like, that's why it wouldn't have grew, bro. Like, that was as close as they were going to get. That was as close as they were going to get, bro. Because they were all young and they were all still trying to figure things out slick. But if you expected well, me, why not but if you ask me the question, if you ask me the question, if I'm looking at these three players now and I'm thinking back, what seven, eight years ago, if they would, if they would have stayed together, could they have won a championship? And I'm seeing what they are t- today. There's no possible way those three players could have been in one locker room and the shit would have been straight. All right, let me ask you this. There's no way. All right, let me let me put it to you like this: the next year after they went to the finals, do you know who went to the finals? On the, in the West, the San Antonio Spurs. The San Antonio Spurs were older. Right. They had a very young Kawhi. Kawhi wasn't. Um, they had a young Kawhi when they beat when um, the Thunder beat them. But um, Kawhi wasn't Kawhi who he is now. He no, was, Kawhi you know, was, was a defense. Guy. Yeah, he was three and D guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they had already beat them the year before. San Antonio Spurs were old at that time. Okay, still played amazing, but they were older. OKC's big three was better than San Antonio's big three, and you saw it the year that, the, that OKC made it to the finals. You saw it that year. They just flat out beat them because they were younger, more athletic, and better. The next two years after OKC split up, the next two years, San Antonio was up there. Dallas had one before um, OKC went to it. Remember, they beat Miami, but they blew that team up, and they lost it in the first round, which is crazy. So... Dallas gone. No other team was up there yet. No other team was was to their stature yet. And Golden State was coming, but they weren't there yet. They were yeah. a few years out. Mark Jackson's student coach. Yeah, they were a few years out. So it would have been that same OKC team going up against San Antonio in the Western Conference Final the final year because San Antonio had made it. And OKC, if they would have kept it there, they would have been the best team because they made it to the, the, the finals the year before. And they would have beat them again. And they would have gone up against LeBron again. With that three, I don't understand why you say that they are hundred percent, hundred percent would have been a dynasty if they would have stayed together. Hundred percent would have been a dynasty, and if they had to get rid of one of those players, even back then, I said this, and now it's still correct. Between Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook, if you have all three of those on your team right now, who are you getting rid of first? Russ, exactly. But listen, but listen, exactly. But listen, let me tell you. Don't let's not get bit, let, Mr. Basketball, Brandon. Let's not make a mistake that the NBA has changed. Okay, back in the day, you would not have gotten rid of your point guard, bro. Your point guard was everything. You needed a solid point guard. You needed somebody that was going to be able to do the things that Russ was doing back in the day, because that was the way of the NBA. You needed a solid point guard. Period. Nowadays, yeah, you can do without a, a dominant ass point guard. You could do a doubt and it still be good. But back in that day, no, you couldn't have, bro. And, and James Harden knew that. That's why James Harden got the fuck on, bro. And as soon as he made that next step, bro, his first year he played okay. And then everybody was like, the first year everybody was still questioning, like, whoa, is he a real franchise player? And then he took off. And now look at him. Bro, he took off. If you remember, though, he took off from square one. 
soon as he went over to Houston, it was preseason, and people were like, oh, James Harden's unbelievable, but can he carry his own team? Preseason game, he dropped 40. <laughs> they said, oh, no, nah, he good, he good. <laughs> He, yo, he's been the man he's literally since he got there, yeah, bro. Since he got there. His first like, year was a little first shaky. Day. His first year was a little shaky, though. It definitely <sighs> bro, was. it was not, but it wasn't like. But he stepped up, though. Like, like the end that's of the what I'm saying. He, like, he, he was, was still like, all right, he that dude. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, bro. Um, I, James Harden is just unbelievable. Another point I want to bring up about James Harden, too, is I feel like the greatest players, the greatest, greatest players that impact the game. They're so dominant and they're so good at what they do that they change rules. Rules are being changed. And James Harden is doing that. You know what I'm saying? James Harden's doing that. Allen Iverson did that. Shaquille did that. Um, all these great players change, literally were so good, great because they changed rules. Yeah, like, that, that is a measure, though. They got they – got, <laughs> because of Kareem, they went three seconds in the lane. Like, nah, you just can't cake in the lane to block every shot. Like, you got to bounce it out. Because it's Shaq, <laughs> you can't hang on the rim. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got all these all these uh, dress code laws because AI. Because Al Iverson didn't want to wear a suit. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. And James Harden, bro, James Harden, bro. You know, yo, I hate, I love and I hate it, right? I'm a James Harden love hater. I, oh, I love it. But I also can't stand it because I see every time I watch him play, I see where the other players are coming from, and it makes me mad. It's like, yo, y'all need to stop for real, y'all. Y'all need to stop this for real. Did you watch him last night? Any night, it doesn't even matter what game you watch. If you watch James Harden play, when they slow him down, he's they have to change laws about him as far as the foul calls and the hooking. He's so good at baiting you in. It's not. It's his beard, bro. It's not his beard, bro. Listen, it's his arms. If you cut his beard, bro, the fa- because, bro, he does this. He does this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that. And that's what draws the foul every time because the beard just pops no, up in the air, I- bro. If you cut his beard, bro, he wouldn't get as many fouls. I guarantee it, bro. No, bro. I guarantee it's the re- It's the real. You don't want to cut his beard, though. You ever see him with no beard? He looks crazy. He looks insane. Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm say- but what I'm saying is this, though, bro. He, like... He does. That's where they call the foul at, bro. He does a little. You know what I'm saying? Little, no, this he is what he does. And he, uh, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna uh, tell you what he uh, does. Okay. Uh, and this is what he does all the time. He, he did it to Kawhi. Okay. If I if I jab step you to the left and I'm driving on you right, right. Mm-hmm. If I'm if you playing me, and you on me body to body, your hand you're gonna be riding me a little bit, right? You know what I mean. So your arm is gonna be here. Hand's going to be up, and you're going to be riding me all the way to the basket, right? Don't even try to do the float or nothing. Your left hand, depending on which way I'm going. But I'm saying your left hand is going to toss it, right? Right. This hand right here is how he gets you. Because now my offhand, I'm dribbling this hand. My offhand is a lot of times they're pushing you away or they're leaning into you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What he does, he doesn't lean. Well, he does lean into you. While he's leaning into you, he takes his arm and hooks your arm. So your arm is right here. He does this. So he grabs your arm, right? Now your arm is stuck. Soon as he feels your arm there, yeah. <laughs> he does that. Now when he does that, all the refs see is the defender's arm is touching and wrapped around yeah, right. James yeah. Harden's arm. Foul. It's insane, bro. It's so he's perfected. That, he's though. literally perfected that. He's Even perfected with the off that. arm, like okay, another thing with the off arm. You know how if you hand checking right. and you driving and there's some distance between you, players always slap their hand away. 
you know I would never forget when I saw the Lakers guarding Rockets with their hands behind their back. Like whoever was guarding James Harden had their hands. I'm about to tell you literally why. Literally had their hands. I'm about to tell you back. why. I'm about to tell you That's why. Crazy. So you're you're riding him. It's easy to stay with a player if you're hand checking. That's why they got rid of the hand check outside. Like you can't hand check him outside. But once it's contact, you can hand check. You can kind of ride him a little bit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he slapped. You know, sometimes slap that hand away. He doesn't slap that hand away. He grabs that hand. He takes that hand and he literally does. He cuffs it like this, behind him. <laughs> He cuffs it, and as soon as he cuffs it, you try to pull it away, and he's holding you. <laughs> and then he, as soon as he feels a slight, as soon nudge, as he bro, feels it, he's like, bro, I, it's crazy. they need to they need to fix that. They do need to fix that. It's a, even the game. Remember the game where um, Rajon Rondo spit on him? Yeah, that game. It all started because of Brandon Ingram when he was on the Lakers. Remember? Right, yeah, and Brandon, he was driving to the basket, and he ta- James Harden tackled Brandon Ingram. Threw his whole body into him, slammed into him, and then laid the ball up. Brandon Ingram fell back so hard and hit the um the padding really hard. They called a foul on Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram looked at the ref. The ref wasn't even trying to hear. So that's why Brandon Ingram walked up to James Harden like, yo, bro, like, this ain't football, bro. Yeah, like, like you what do, are you bro. doing? Like, now you're not only getting a foul called on me, but you just hurt me. <laughs> like, relax, bro. And then that's why... Harden was like, I'm hard. I'll do what I want. I'm, talk- <laughs> I'm out here playing football. Like, what do you mean? And then that's where Ray Jarman did his thing. But if you watch that play, Brendan Engel was 100% right. 100% right. He played perfect defense. James Harden tackled him. And somehow, I don't know how he does I hate it. The, I hate the fact that his greatness, his ability to score the basketball on offense is not leading in them being successful in the postseason. And that's the part, like, and that's what makes me a James Harden love hater. Like I love his like it's an error thing though. It's I love era. his game. Like I love the fact that he can do whatever he wants to do with the basketball. Literally whatever. But it's like, bro, when you when you're when you have that ability, then you have to win championships. What? Like when you have the ability to do whatever you want to do. This is you why, have to win, bro. What you're saying is so key. But this is why this year is important because the only reason he hasn't been able to win is because he went up against. Top three greatest teams ever. Golden State had the top three greatest teams in the history of the game in any era. Okay, when they had um, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala come off the bench, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. Even Sean before, Livingston. even before um, Kevin Durant got there, he was going up against the greatest team ever. And it's just like you're a product. Charles, it went through Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. One of the best top 15 players ever, Charles Barkley. But he went up against Jordan, Reggie Miller, Patrick Ewing. Then he came over to the freaking uh then he came over to the um to the to the West and, and played for a Phoenix Suns team and went up against the crazy Sacramento Kings, the Lakers. Like he couldn't get through these guys. It's no like way. yo, I can't. He went up against um Carl Malone and Stockton. It's like, bro, like I'm going up against greatness right every night no matter whatever conference i play in. maybe that was his inability to recruit free agents to phoenix or wherever he was at but no nah, teams wasn't changing they made like, it to the finals though. players wasn't changing teams back in the day like whoever exactly. that's what I'm saying. you and if you were that's good what I'm you stayed on that team no so like i think that's what's going on with james harden like that's why this year is so important because i'll give him but he's not really going to do it with the team he has this year no matter what nope Hold on, listen. I, I give him, I give him a pass because he went up against that team. It's like, all right, this really sucks. Because if it wasn't for Golden State, 
he probably could have made some noise. You know what I'm saying? But Golden State completely destroyed him. This year, there is no Golden State. They don't exist yeah, anymore. There's not a Golden so State. So that's why this year, there's no excuse this year, bro. But he's th- but but bro, realistically though, like there's no way he'll be there in the end. Wait, didn't you call them to go to the Western Conference Finals? I did, but the way they're playing, I don't see in the way that the Lakers and the Clippers are playing, like, I'm sorry. My I'm sorry my opinions changed because I've seen basketball. <laughs> I've seen the facts. I've seen the facts 18 games into the season. I'm sorry, okay? Like the facts are the Lakers and the Clippers are heads heads of head like are miles ahead of everybody else in Western Conference, bro. Period. They are, both of them. So it's like, bro, like I wouldn't say miles. And the miles. Lakers the Lakers, first of all, look ahead of anybody in the NBA. They just do. They 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 look un, like they look unstoppable, bro. They just do. Like they're loaded, their bench is loaded, and obviously their starters, you have LeBron James and Andy Davis, that's all you need. I'll put two guys out there and they'll go fucking crazy. See, I don't I don't even see the Lakers being there anymore, bro. I don't I don't see why, bro. They they have a loaded ass bench, bro. I'm just thinking about all of those big men are playing well. Like they they're, are. They're locking no, up. No, don't get me wrong. They're the number 1 defensive team in the NBA, like why do you not? They well, are. I don't know about that. They are. What about my Sixers? No, they <laughs> don't just play with my Sixers. They just stated that last night. That's how I know that. That's okay. why. All right, all right, all right. But they're the number one. I know my Sixers team. are close. <laughs> they're the number one defensive team in the NBA. Like on top of that, they're playing lights out on offense, and then, like I said, their their bench is loaded. Okay, but here's the thing. Okay, when it comes to the playoffs, it all turns out. Yeah, but it turns up for every other team. But LeBron James stays I know, the same. I know. I know. All, <laughs> like what? Still, he doesn't waver. Bro. It all it all turns up when it comes to the playoffs. Okay, and. The thing that the Clippers and Houston has that the Lakers don't have, which is what I think will take them over the top, is a hair bit of chemistry. The core of the Clippers, the core of the Houston Rockets, no, have been Russ. together. Have been together is what I'm saying. They, Everyone on the Lakers is new. This is everyone's first time playing with each other. Yes, it is. But guess what? It's a team full of vets, bro. So even though this is their first time playing each other, bro, they know how they know what it's going to take to to be there. Bro. But I think you're they know how they're going to need to buy in. I think you're underestimating team chemistry. Just a hair here. Um, okay, you can't talk about team chemistry when you talk about a Russell Westbrook that hasn't played with James Harden in, in eight years, and their games have totally changed since the last time they played with each other. Yeah, but you can't core, talk about you but can't their talk core about, of players. Capella, Chris Paul's gone. Yeah, Chris Paul's gone. So your but, locker room leader is gone. But the but the the core the core players have that have been here for five plus years. Capella, Tucker, and James Harden. Tucker, Rivers, Capella. Rivers been there two years, bro. Okay, but that's that's two years more than anyone on the Lakers. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Rondo, like, LeBron's played together for two years. And LeBron was hurt for half that year. We're talking about three Hall of Famers on, on the court at I'm one time. I'm just saying, you're underestimating team chemistry is all I'm saying. Okay, bro. That that Clippers team? So who's coming out? The Clippers still? Listen, they're supposed to be the best defensive team in the league. I've, I've picked the Clippers since day one. Am I wavering? No, you're not. I'm not wavering. The Clippers, because not only do they already have that core, but they add PG and Kawhi? Yeah. Nah, bro. No one's beating the Clippers, okay? And the team that's the team that'll come close at a sheer hunger, and I didn't want to admit this, but it's the team you picked. It's Houston. It's gonna come close. Clippers, Clippers on top though. No, bro. I don't see it yet. Other greater news. I don't um, I don't see it yet because Russ hasn't Russ hasn't decided his role yet. Well, yeah, Russ is still getting Russ is still getting that's his feet. An issue. It is an issue, but that's an issue, bro. That's the issue when we're 18 games into the season. So so you got the Lakers going to the finals, yes or no? No. 
Then who do you have going to the finals, Zach? You picked Houston before. Playing, I got the Lakers going right now. Right. I got the Lakers in the finals, bro. The way they're playing right now, if they continue to play at the same level that they're playing, I have the Lakers in the finals. Because it's like, bro, at the end of the day, playing seven games, LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to figure out a way to figure out the Clippers, bro. How do you figure out the Clippers? They got a bomb starting five. They got a bomb bench. They, they got a bomb, a bomb coach. Bench. They have two players off the bench that both average a dub. It's not. It's not a crazy. That's a bomb bench, bro. It's not, it's not a crazy ass. Bench. <laughs> yes, it is. It's not. It's not like, bro. Like, I mean, all you gotta do is stop the pick. Stop the pick and roll on when their um second team comes in. Comes in. That's it, bro. You stop the pick and roll for the Clippers, bro, and everything is back on their starting five. Unless you put, unless you bench Pat Bev and put Lou Will in, in the starting five too, when things aren't going well. One pick and roll you can't stop in the NBA. LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I don't care who you throw out there. Nobody's going to be able to guard that. They got. A bomb bench. They got a bomb starting five. They got a bomb coach. They have a bomb owner. And they have a bomb defense. They're going to the chip. Moving on. San Antonio Spurs lost eight games in a row. Yikes. For the first time since 1996. Because DeMar DeRozan isn't it, bro. I feel so bad for DeMar. Like DeMar, I really, yo, I just. Why do you feel feel bad bad for somebody that won't evolve their game? Like, why do you feel bad for somebody that sees the game has changed and won't take the necessary steps to evolve their game in order to still be, make an impact? Like, bro, you can't be Mr. Midrange no more, bro. He's just not good enough, bro. He's just not good bro, enough. Bro, he is, bro. He can still go out and get you 30, but the only thing is it's all going to be midrange, bro. So it's like it's not, it's not efficient enough, bro, when you got these other teams throwing up threes all fucking day long, bro. You can't slow the game down and run a pick and roll with slow-ass Marcus Aldridge and, and DeMar DeRozan and nobody pulling threes, bro. Like, bro, like, you you can't do that, bro. You can't take all that time in a, in a half court passing the ball around doing all that when these other teams are getting up and down the court and scoring the basketball. Like, you can't do that, bro. Like Pop's gonna have to change the way that the clip that that the Spurs play basketball. He is because the game has changed, and on top of that, they need a real like real deal star, bro. And Demar Derozan isn't it. Like he's not. He's a role player. If he's not going to change his game in order to develop a real jump shot, he's a role player, bro. And he doesn't need to be the face of a team. The way that they play the game is a team chemistry game. But here's the thing: they just don't have the talent. That's the thing. Bro, their style of play is great. They don't have the DeMar time. DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan has DeRozan no jumper. Do- DeMar DeRozan is a dog. He's a mid-range killer, bro. He's a mid-range he's and he will drive to the board, bro. He's good enough. DeMar DeRozan won't even attempt a three sometimes, bro. Bro, you know who's a mid-range killer too? Who? Kawhi Leonard. Bro, Kawhi will pull, bro, Kawhi just daggered a three-pointer the other night, bro. DeMar DeRozan did too against the Sixers. Bro, DeMar- but, but. Their main, their main games. His main game is the mid range game. You're right. That's his, his, his bread and butter. Killer though, bro. So is Kawhi. He will drop thirty five and not shoot one three the whole game. Nah. Yes, he would. <laughs> We've seen it. What do you mean? What do you mean? Don't act like you haven't seen Demar Derozan oh, play basketball, bro. bro. Okay, but I hate that. Okay, but this notion that you're spewing out there, like if you don't shoot threes all the time, you're not. I'm not win. saying that you don't shoot. You, I'm saying you have to evolve your game, bro. You have to develop a jump shot in today's NBA. You have to, bro. bro it's, at the guard position. So are, are you putting there losing even as, all even as DeMar. a big man, bro? You it's have to be able to space the floor. Uh, yes. Nah. He's supposed to be the, the alpha dog on the team. They so, just don't so, have the players. So you're telling me Pop thinks he's going to win the NBA with Lamar, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge being his main player, his go-to guy? 
He's going to win a championship? No, bro. They bought in DeMar DeRozan because they thought he was going to be that guy for them. And he's not. So get the hell rid of him. And Pop, change the fucking way you're approaching this game, bro. Because you can't, th- DeMar, pa- I you can't you. pass the ball around until the clock says two seconds left and then try to take the best shot, bro. It doesn't work like that. Because these other teams are getting up and down the court, bro. Shooting threes, doing shit. Like, I can see if you were doing all that shit and you had a crazy, like, you had crazy ass shooters out there just, just knocking shit down, bro. But you don't have that. You don't have that luxury, bro. Tomorrow. You're you're running the clock down and playing and, and, and making the layup, bro. Like, what, bro? Like, come on, bro. Tomorrow. Listen to me. Zach apparently hates you. He feels, the way he feels about Mitchell Trubisky, he feels about you, apparently. <laughs> but tomorrow. I love you, though. I feel so bad for you, DeMar. Like, I feel so bad for you because he's an all-star, bro. (laughs) That Toronto Raptors team that you try to take to the promised land, you couldn't do it. Then Kawhi comes and does it his first year. With ease. Did it with ease. He did it on one leg. Nah, he got lucky. And then. You go to San Antonio, a storied franchise that's been stored for two decades. Did they have the worst losing records in 1996? 1996, bro. You make Pop look crazy, bro. <laughs> You're making the greatest coach in like feel one of the greatest the, coaches in NBA yes. history look ridiculous. He, uh, the article just came out the other day that he's talking about retirement. Shit, after man. the Olympics, after the 2020 Olympics. Because he knows it's over. He's looking Bro. around like, Tony, Tim, Manu, Kawhi, Kawhi, David, <laughs> Iceman. Jeez, Nobody's there, bro. They're all gone. They're all gone. And you're left with DeMar DeRozan. Bro, and LaMarcus Aldridge. <laughs> and Rudy Gay. Patty, then they got Patty Mills. This, I mean, I feel, I feel bad. For, I really do feel bad for Demar Derozan. Um, you're, you're at a terrible time. It's you're, Pop's fault, though. You're not only in the West. This is Pop's fault, bro. Why is it Pop's fault? Because the game was changing when Manu and him were getting old towards the end, bro. Like we saw the game changing, and he didn't change with the game. And he was still bringing in his kind of players. And now, yes, you do have all your your kind of players in these smart basketball players, but they can't play together because they don't have the right amount of talent, bro. Like, this is not a slow game anymore. It's about getting up and down the floor and spacing. scoring points, bro. Yeah, and spacing the floor, bro. Like, that's what it's about. It's not about passing the ball around 20,000 times, letting everybody touch the basketball before we score, bro. I'm like, no. Like, you're going to take – if the best shot is there – Bro, Golden State won however many chips off that, though. If, but if the I mean, best, they had talent, too. If the, best, <laughs> if the best shot is there at the 24-second mark, take the shot. Like, take the shot, bro. Get back on defense, bro. Run. Stop trying to slow shit down. Well, with that being said, I think we can. Uh, I think we can wrap this up, my boy. I can't even see. Oh yeah, we can definitely wrap this up. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Hey, man. It's been fun. Uh, I know this week we were a little ever because this was a little casual week. You know, we were just back relaxing, just bouncing stuff off, had some nice debates in there. You know what I think we should do? I, I I might not put this in. But you know what I think we should do? I really like uh, the Bill Simmons rewatchable thing. I think we should rewatch old classic basketball games or football games. Uh, like that, that Brett Favre game when his dad died. That four t- five-touchdown game. crazy, that game. Like uh, 
Randy Moss's big games with the Patriots and stuff. Like we should rewatch some of those classic games and then like talk about it maybe like one one segment. We have to do it all the time. I just think that's so fun. Yeah, we but can. that's cool. I like that. Some old Jordan games. That'll be lit. That'd be crazy. Some old Kobe Shaq games. I want to see that game where uh, he hit that shot though. When Kobe hit that shot on that push off. Oh, uh, yo, you you're talking about against Phoenix? Uh, or was it against the Jazz? Wasn't it? Oh, are you talking about Michael Jordan? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was his last chip. That was his last chip with the Bulls. That was an offensive foul. He's Michael Jordan, bro. You don't call that that time. That's offensive foul, bro. bro you don't. He's the greatest player ever. How dare bro, you? Bro, listen. That, call? that was an offensive foul, Mike. If they made that call, if I was Michael Jordan, I would look at him and go, "Do you know who I am? You can't call you like you don't call that on me, bro." There's at that point that was for that was for the chip. Right? That was for the chip, and that was the last shot of the game. Yes. Bro, that was a foul, bro. You don't make that call. You can't. How do you face in in today's in today's world? You couldn't face the media the next day. You wouldn't be able to, like those refs, bro. They would have their head, bro. I just lost a championship because you didn't call an offensive foul on a clear push off on nah. a clear. Oh, like it wasn't like he just hit him and he slipped, bro. He clearly pushed off, bro. Nah, nah. That's the greatest debate. Great. That's the greatest NBA debate ever, bro. No, it's not. <laughs> Yes, it is. Did Michael Jordan push off, bro? No, bro. It's Michael Jordan. What? You don't make calls like that under a minute. You don't do it. Okay. Question. All right. This is 2019. This was Ben Simmons guarding Michael Jordan. This is the game on the line, game seven. <laughs> game seven, 2020 NBA Finals. Michael Jordan has a ball, three seconds left on the clock. Goes and tries to hit him with 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 um jab step back because that's basically what it was. Hit him with the jab and push off step back and hit the jumper. Game. How would you feel? Deal be hurt. You will cry. Thanks for listening to this episode <laughs> of Birds of a Feather. <laughs> we appreciate y'all listening to us, man. We're still trying to be more consistent, but we gonna get there for you. I'm here with my boy, Zacchaeus. Yes, sir. Peace out, my peoples. Episode 11, Birds of a Feather, Deuces.